Thanks, Yoni. So today I'm really excited to introduce you to Avi Lieberman, who's a well-known Jewish comedian from Los Angeles. And um, he is the founder of Comedy for Kobe, um, which he's going to tell us more about, so I'm not going to give it away. Um, but just so you know, Avi was born in Israel, raised in Texas, and spent college his college years in New York, and he now lives in L.A. So basically, he has the ability to make everyone laugh, I would say. I don't know if those are qualifications, but sure, why not? <laughs> he understands everyone and what, what they find funny. So, um, Avi, tell us a little bit about what Comedy for Kobe is. Well, basically, I bring a group of comedians here twice a year to perform, and we do usually uh, the standard cities are Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, Renana, Beit Shemesh, Modi'in, and Gush Etzion. We do two shows in Jerusalem, so it's seven shows in six cities. We have done uh, previously Beersheba, Haifa, we're you know, discussing about trying to get back there again, but uh, you're just, just scheduling issues. But yeah, I bring a group of me and three other comedians, and we hit, you know, it's mostly for the Anglo community. Most of the comedians are not Jewish, um, and... We perform in all the proceeds, thanks to some uh, benefactors. Uh, actually, all the proceeds from the shows go to the Kobe Mandel Foundation, who work with children of tragedy. So, so let's just talk for a minute about the Kobe Mandel Foundation. So it's set up by um, Seth and Sherry Mandel, and their son Kobe was killed. How old was he when he was killed? Uh, he was 13, and his friend Yosef Ishran was 12. And they were wandering in uh, old crusader caves uh, just outside of Tekoa. And uh, some terrorists saw them and, you know, uh, beat them to death with rocks so, and buried them in the cave. Yeah. So it's actually something quite incredible that the way they want to remember him and the way they want to keep his memory going is to help kids and other family members who deal with terror and victims of terror um, and, and bring them some fun. So they run summer camps and vacation trips, I think, for bereaved mothers or parents and, and different things like that, right? Yeah, they basically, I mean, they have the summer camp by this is, I think, twice a year uh, for hundreds of kids, but they have year-round programming. So for, like, as you mentioned, for moms and for kids, you know, during vacation times and stuff, they'll they'll bring kids in who obviously from certain families who would never be able to afford uh, to send kids to camp and, you know, counseling for families that would normally not be able to afford it, and they're, they're able to provide that, so. Amazing, and they love to start off the show with a joke themselves, um, yes. usually. <laughs> yeah, it's become a mini tradition that Seth tells some horrendous joke, and I, you know, either taunt him or make fun of him about it or something. But, uh, yeah, that's, 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 that's become the uh, uh, minor tradition as of late. Yeah. So I went to the show this year. I've actually been to basically, I think, all the shows, and this one I thought, like, you blew it out of the park. Like, it was incredible. Every comedian was so hilarious, and the crowd was roaring the whole time. Um, but I saw the, the show in Jerusalem. I saw it also the late night show in Jerusalem. I'm kind of guessing that every show is a little different based on the crowd. Yeah, it's in a you know, crowded environment and where you are that always makes a difference. The kind of theaters we're in uh, matter. Um, you know, and I'm not, you know, Renana's like a great, you know, they're, they're great. They're a lot of fun. But it's like the th- I tell the comics, I go, look, the theater here, ceilings are really high. So they, they know, that's not a good sign for comedy. Usually, like, if there's a no low ceiling... It, you, you want like a compact, you know, intimate vibe. So I tell them, I said before this one, it's going to be a little bit tougher. You know, it's, the crowd is great and it's just you're not going to be able to hear from the stage. Oh, their reactions. The same, yeah, it's just, you know, every city's different. You know, Beit Shemesh is different than Tel Aviv. Obviously, you know, it just depends on, on the city. But all, all the crowds are great. I mean... Uh, so, but do you, what kind of prep do you give the comedians, especially since most of them are not Jewish, haven't been to Israel before? Do you give them like a Jewish 101 class or tell them about Israel or the different neighborhoods? Uh, not really. I mean, in terms of their actors, some generally, you know, just like try to keep it clean, you know, and that can mean certain things in certain <laughs> comics heads, uh, you know, but um, yeah, just keep it clean. You know, if you can just do 20 clean, uh, 20, 25 clean, then it's not a big deal. But I don't really bring comedians who work dirty generally because that's kind of not fair to them. I don't want to, 
you know, hamstring them from doing what they normally do. I'm not saying that, you know, there's plenty of dirty comics that are great. Um, it's just, you know, obviously, the, you know, in Beit Shemesh, that stuff is not going to go over. And, is he, so it's not fair for me to go, oh, be clean here, but you can be dirty here. And more, less dirty here, but more dirty that, you know, it's not. So generally, if I bring a comedian, I tell them, hey, do 20, 25 grand, they go, fine. You know, it's no big deal. That's how they're used to working anyway. So those are the people that I usually bring. And does it take a lot of convincing to convince them to come to Israel? Um, it used to uh, back in the day, not anymore. Now I have kind of the headache that I wanted uh, to a point. You know, I have comics gunning at me from all angles. I want to go, you know, guys at this level, they don't do it because you ask them. They do it because they've heard from other colleagues. It's a great gig. You should go and do it. Obviously, I can't compete monetarily with some massive corporate event, but that's why, uh, you know, we have to make it like a great, a great tour. I remember like when Brian Regan came. So, you know, I used to use him as the example of like when comics would ask me, what, what do I do? I go, think of, think of him. Do your most Regan-esque stuff. And they go, okay, now I get it. You know, like be mainstream, really funny, you know, that appeals to everybody and clean. And, and then Brian Regan's people call me, like Brian's interested in going. And I said, listen, I can't pay him what he's used to making, you know, when he's selling out, you know, the arenas, and, you know, and basketball stadiums and, you know, and, and areas. And so they go, no, no he'll come, but, uh, you know, you'd have to fly in. His team, and I went fine. Like, and it was the best thing I ever did was flying in. Uh, Rory Rosegarden, who could not have been more supportive. Uh, Andy Levitt, who was his road manager and his opening act, Joe Bolster, who I'd been chasing for years anyway, but he was always busy with Brian. Like, and another example, like where my little ulterior motive is to show these people Israel and they come back you know, as good ambassadors. So Rory Rosegarden, I think he was 55 years old, uh, had never been to Israel and has been, when I think came three times that year, has been back every time since, is coming oh, again wow. in April. So they just fell in love with the place. And he and Seth connected uh, as, as dads, you know, and that kind of thing. So that's, you know, it's positives all around. It's like, yeah, it's a really positive, fun way of doing Hasbara. Um, and then also, like, this year we had um, Alex Thomas Jr. and Tom Rhodes and Kira Sultanovich. Right. And the second I went to the show, like, the first thing I did was follow them on Instagram okay. and then try to follow them on Facebook, which ones were on Facebook. And I've been following, especially Alex Thomas, yeah, his Alex pictures. Is, yeah, he's a massive Amazing. Yeah, he's a big Instagram guy. So what's his Instagram? It's Funny Man I Alex, think, I think. Yeah, I think so. Or Funny Man sure. Thomas. Yeah, something I'll check it, and I'll, I'll put it up on the blog post. But um, follow him, because he actually just did a video of him, and he came with his two kids, his wife, and I think his and mother-in-law. His mother. yes, yeah. And he just did a video in the Old City talking about how incredible this experience has been for them, to, that he was able to bring his family to Jerusalem for the first time and see a lot of the Christian sites. And Yeah, I mean, I, it had a huge impact. I mean, especially, I think, if you grew up, like, you know, going to church, as he did, and especially, you know, in the black community where you have a lot of churches that are, are named, you know, Zion Church and things like that, that are named for places that are here, it, it creates a huge impact, you know, when they actually go to these spots. It's, you know, like, mind-blowing for them. I remember when I had Craig Robinson here, and we ended up, uh, it was the summer tour, so it was warm enough to go to Nachal David. We went to King David's Waterfall, and he just turns to me, he goes, King David's home right here? I go, yeah. He goes, right in the spot. I go, yes. He goes, right here. I go, yes, Craig, all the time. You know, because when King Saul would try to chase him and cut his head off, you know, it's, and he just, he just loved that. I mean, you know, it's just, and, you know, to take these people to these religious sites, it's, uh, it has a big impact on them. So. so also it kind of, I love being at the last show of the, the whole program because Jerusalem was one of the last stops yeah, yeah, before Tel Aviv. Yeah, yeah. So Alex had a chance to hang out in Jerusalem. So then there were a lot of, or like in Israel, there were a lot of, you know, jokes that I assume came up because of things he saw and yeah, he yeah, loved wearing his yarmulke. Yeah, that's a, that's a constant, uh, you know, I don't know if complaint is the right word, but I'll get chewed out. We want to go last. Yeah. Because they know that comics will write stuff as they're here. You know, some of them do, you know, some of them, uh, so they want to go last because they'll incorporate that into their acts towards the end of the tour. 
Then, you know, but look, somebody has to go first. I can't control what theaters are available when. You know, there's nothing, you know, certain cities. Like, this this year was an anomaly. Normally, we don't do Renata first. Then, but, you know, we did this year because it's just based on availability in theaters and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, they all, but some comics look make a constant, yeah, you know, uh, you know, conscious choice to not do stuff about Israel. They want them to know who they are. Dennis Regan did that. And he was great. You know, he killed and every, nobody had a problem with it. It's just, he said, I want, him, I want them to know more about me as a comedian and what, I, and what I do and all that kind of stuff. So even though he said I'd come up with jokes about Israel, I said I purposely was like, I'm going to save that for like another time because... We probably have to watch some of his follow-up yeah, shows yeah, back yeah. in the States. Yeah, you know, we'll get him again. You know, we get him back here in a few years. We'll, yeah. and then he can incorporate that stuff. But he wanted them to know who he was as a comedian. And other guys will incorporate bits, you know, if they come up with it. So I also, Tom Rhodes, who was here, um, at first we weren't sure if he was telling the truth or not, but he said he came with his, his mom. Yes, he's actually wandering the streets now with his mom. Uh, so I followed him and saw yeah. him in like the Galilee and different places with yeah, his no, mom. No, yeah, his mother's, uh, I think, close to 80 years old and, uh, you know, very religious. So it was like a very impactful trip for them as well. So Fantastic. Um, and then just tell us a little bit about how we can find out about future shows and what time of year you do the shows here in Israel. Yeah, uh, future, you can always go to uh, comedyforkoby.com, comedy for K-O-B-Y.com, uh, and that'll usually have the most updated information. Um, you can email me or just check my website, avilieberman at pipeline.com or... Tell people uh, how to spell Lieberman because yeah, I know that. Yeah, can get it's a weird spelling. It's A V I Avi is normal way, and then L I B E R M A N, spelled like Lieberman or Lieberman. That's the. the but yeah, you just go to avilieberman.com or you can email me. Yeah, it's uh, avilieberman at pipeline.com. That's my email. Um, then, yeah, and was generally, though, the time of year is uh, depending on the holidays, early December, uh, late November, early December. Um, we try to avoid Hanukkah. This year it was exactly usually the week when we would normally do it, like the first week. Um, and uh, late May, early June, depending on when Shavuos is. So that's uh, – I think this year we precede Shavuos. Usually we're after it. But the calendar is a little you know, weird this year. So. And the best thing about the show is, like I said, I've been to all of them. Like this is something you repeat totally. You can come back over and over again. And if Except you're a me, tourist – I have to change up my act all the time. Very hard for me. <laughs> i got to write all this new stuff. Not easy. So Avi is the MC who has to speak in between each comedian probably has the hardest job of all. But um, thank you so much for sitting with us and continue doing your amazing work. How many comedians have you bring, brought to Israel so far? I choose I've lost. I guess around over 50-something. I mean, we've been doing it for over uh, 10 years and three comics per thing. Amazing. The, you know, some, I mean, over that. I mean, 12, 13. I mean, we did it a couple years before we started working with – a few years before we started working with the Kobe Mandel people. But, as you know, I'd have to sit down and count because we've had – some comics have been more than once, you know, in years of gaps. You know, they've had – usually there's a four or five-year gap before anybody comes back. Well, I think what's amazing about it is for us living in Jerusalem, like I always talk about the fun in Jerusalem, but it's a pretty intense city. And living in Israel well, yeah. is pretty intense. So really – so yeah. being able to go out and just say the next two hours, I'm just going to laugh and I'm going to laugh at myself and I'm going to laugh at – my America, uh, you know, something from America. I'm going to laugh at being Israeli, Jewish, whatever it is. It's it's right. really uplifting. Yeah. So actually, last night in Tel Aviv, I had someone. Uh, he asked a question about what do they feel about Trump and this, and I just I responded. I said, Does anyone have any questions about the Holocaust before we move forward? And he's like, They don't want to hear that. It's too, you know, people come to like escape the politics, and I think they just don't want to. You know, if you can make light of it and joke about, it. like, I have a joke about Trump in my act, but I'm not picking a side. You know, I'm just doing a character. So you know, it's. I think people appreciate, they've said that, that they appreciate it. Uh, well, the only times I remember where a question got a groan was when somebody asked, what's your opinion about the Arab-Israeli conflict? And oh. the audience groaned. They just, yeah, you know, they just don't want to hear it. It's just to come here and escape and have a good time. And that's yeah, and the truth is for us to just hear that these comedians are enjoying Israel and they say it's a trip of a lifetime, that's all yeah. we need to hear. That's you know, amazing. And, well, that's part of my little ulterior motive is for them to come here, have a good time, and go back and be great ambassadors. So. 
Great. So thanks so much for speaking with us. And I'm going to write this up as a blog post um, with links to Avi's website, to YouTube videos of him and the other comedians. So make sure you check it out. And yeah, available for whatever shul slash school fundraisers that that come around the bend. Totally worthwhile. Totally worthwhile. All right. Thank you. Now back to you, Yoni. 